Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Fair Monday to everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you to our daily sponsor, Aquarius Home Services. Look at this beautiful audience. You can totally clap. We'd be happy to hear that. Thank you. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Who are you? Uh, my name is Bradley Trainer. <laughs> We're going to start today's show the same way we start every show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. And here it is behind door number one. All right, behind door number one, the first thing you need to hear today on the Colleen and Bradley show to get about your day, the second, no, it's the first Monday of the fair this year, is, well, it's more sad news. But uh, in a way to relay that sad news, let's um, do that via some humor. I want to play a clip for you uh, relevant to one of the top stories of the day. What's wrong, Oscar? Something wrong with this system, that's what's wrong. I don't think that two single men living alone in a big eight-room apartment should have a cleaner house than my mother. Why, what are you talking about? I didn't say that you have to do it. You don't have to clean up. Well, what you do is worse. You're always in my bathroom, hanging up my towels. Whenever I smoke, you follow me around with an ashtray. Last night, I found you in the kitchen, washing the floor, shaking your head and moaning, footprints, footprints. I didn't say they were yours. Well, they were mine, damn it. I have feet, they make prints. What do you want me to do, climb across the cabinets? No, I just want you to walk on the floor. Please don't do that. You said I irritated you. Oh, you said you irritated me. I didn't say it. What did you say? I don't remember what I said. What's the difference? It doesn't make any difference. I was just repeating what I thought you said. Well, don't repeat what you thought I said. Repeat what I said. My God, that's irritating. You see, you did say it. I don't believe this whole conversation. You're you're right. Everything you say about me is absolutely right. And don't give in so easily, will you? I'm not always right. Sometimes you're right. You're right. I do that. I always figure I'm in the wrong. Only this time you are wrong and I'm right. Oh, leave me alone. All right, so that's just a tiny little bit of The Odd Couple, the 1968 movie that was later turned into a television show. Of course, one of the classic TV shows, uh, actually the classic sitcom, of course, inspired by, written by uh, the wonderful um, Neil Simon, who we lost over the weekend. Uh, you know, we, I think a lot of people were focused on the death of John McCain, but Neil Simon, for anybody who loved watching television, sitcoms, and um, theater, for that matter... Yeah had an affinity for uh, Paul or Neil Simon. Not Paul Simon. Not Paul Simon. I know, I've accidentally made that mistake in my mind a couple times. Not Paul Simon, Neil Simon, but but sad nonetheless. Yeah, no, very sad. And it, for those of us like I grew up um, in like in high school, I was in the, you know, theater club, drama club, and we went to competitions, and a lot of our duet acting competitions revolved around bits and pieces from Neil Simon plays. Um, you probably appreciate Neil Simon without actually even knowing right. uh, that you're appreciating Neil Simon because he really was one of the first people to sort of coalesce what a sitcom was on television. Right. That format that you know from The Odd Couple and, and many, many others, um, you know, that's really a tribute to his incredibly lasting talent. Yeah. Um, let's move on to number two. 
behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. So in more sad news, uh, the second thing we think you need to hear to uh, be in the know today is about the death of John McCain. And... Um, Senator John McCain died on Saturday. He was 81 years old. He had battled brain cancer for a very long time. And here is a little clip from an HBO documentary about John McCain called For Whom the Bell Tolls. And it aired a little bit earlier this year. And this is, um, you're going to hear the voice of John McCain. I have lived an honorable life. And I am proud of my life. I think all of us think about death. But I think more about life. There are so many days in my life that are more than coincidental that it has made me believe that I am here for a reason. I've been tested on a number of occasions. I haven't always done the right thing. And I think I understand, given my family's history and given my experiences, the important thing is not to look back and figure out all the things I should have done, and there's lots of those, but to look back with gratitude. You will never talk to anyone that is as fortunate as John McCain. Uh, and just a really lovely, um, lovely opportunity for him to really reflect on his life and, and what a life he had. Um, I was my husband and I were reading through Twitter yesterday and reading about stories about John McCain written by people who interfaced with him on a daily basis and truly he really was um, quite an amazing person an amazing politician and he had a commitment to really kind of reaching across the aisle which is something that you know I think we all value right now yeah oh and absolutely and led an incredibly you know uh storied life as well absolutely all right let's move on to number three here's what we have for you behind door number three and finally the last thing we think you need to know or here to be in the know today so i feel like we have acknowledged the sadness around the death of john mccain mm -hmm. well nbc news was reporting on the death of john mccain in a breaking news format and then they rejoined their regularly scheduled programming which resulted in possibly one of the most awkward moments that is indicative of our world today. Listen to what, listen to what happened, and then I'll tell you what exactly it looked like. Harry Smith, NBC News, New York. And again this evening, the breaking news, NBC News confirming the death of Senator John McCain at the age of 81. This has been an NBC News special report. We will return to our regular programming on the NBC network. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. What the heck is that? Yeah. Um, you really do, it really does the better visual. with the visual. So. I will explain what you are hearing. Um, when they went away from breaking news and they rejoined NBC's programming, they rejoined NBC in the middle of an episode of America's Got Talent. And what you are hearing is the audio of two men with dolphin heads on um, acting out a dolphin love story. 
with all of the things that would happen in well, a and dolphin they were shirtless love story. Making sounds. Oh yeah, I forgot about the shirtless part. Yeah, I mean, they were shirtless making sounds. I think presumably from their stomach area. But they right? were also had dolphin masks yeah. on, yeah. and at yeah. the end they were making out with each other via the dolphin. It mask. was just, so it was just you know it was it, a sign it of the was times. A sign of the times, right? Like this is sort of the world we live in now, right? We have a serious sad moment and then we rejoin programming with dolphins m- male m- men dressed as dolphins mating mm-hmm. right did you see did i mean did you see that tweet go viral so somebody no. caught it no. so then there's actually a whole story about so i got that audio from a tweet that tweet went viral now what's fascinating to me about this tweet going viral is that NBC then intercepted the person who who tweeted it and basically sent them a note that said you know because this is our content we are we will now monetize this so essentially they are making money what do you mean they said that they would okay, monetize so it so i'm going to actually read you the act the like what the yeah. um the person who posted it was uh a person whose name is uh, Rob Beshiza. So Rob Beshiza posts, he takes a video of his TV mm-hmm. while that is happening, and then he tweets it so that everybody can see it. Yeah, and everybody then sends he, it around and goes crazy. Exactly. Then he gets a, um, oh, he uploads it to YouTube, and then he gets this from NBC. A copyright owner using content ID claimed some material in your video. This is just a heads up. Don't worry. You're not in trouble. And your account standing is not affected by this. There are earlier ads, or there are either ads running on your video with the revenue going to the copyright owner, which is NBC, or the copyright owner is receiving stats about your video's views. So then Rob, the says, isn't that interesting? And it's YouTube, because he had uploaded it to YouTube. So this is, uh, that was a note from YouTube. Oh, it was from YouTube, not Twitter. Okay. Yep. So he said, LOL, I uploaded this clip to YouTube and NBC is monetizing it. Yeah, well, smart on them. I know. If it was, you know, if it was a clip of him and NBC was using it, then he could monetize it True if NBC that. was using his clip. So turnabout is fair play. I, it absolutely is. Anyway, uh, again, that video has gone viral, so feel free to watch it if you really want to see a, an accurate representation of the world we live in today. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the beautiful Elizabeth Reese has just approached us at the MyTalk 1071 stage, and she will be bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Okay. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese, is that dirt I see you with? <laughs> Always. Yes, it is a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Hi, a Elizabeth. Large delivery. Hi, friends. Nice to see you out here at the Great Minnesota Get Together. I've been just digging through all of the dirt in preparation for this moment. And uh, one story that's getting a lot of attention right now is about Mel B. Mel B, who is, of course, from the Spice Girl. She's been going through a terrible, terrible yes. divorce. And she is now going to rehab for alcohol and sex issues. She says she's been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that either. That relationship she was in was uh, a hot mess. That Stephen mm-hmm. Belafonte guy. They Who finalized- is, by the way, not actually related to Harry Belafonte. Yeah, I mean, he Thank just you. created his last name. I think that's yeah. the most bizarre part of the story. It's really weird. But it tells you a lot about that kind of guy. It's a real jerk deal. Mm-hmm. He, uh, She finalized her bitter divorce from him earlier this month after more than a year of court battles over custody and spousal support. Mel B says, the past six months have been incredibly difficult for me. Uh, she's been working on a book 
And she says, and it's been unbelievably traumatic reliving an emotionally abusive relationship and confronting so many massive issues in my life from the death of my dad to my relationship with men. And uh, she says that she's been through more than a year of court battles, which have left her financially battered and at the mercy of the legal system, which is completely weighted against emotionally abused women because it's very hard to prove how someone took away all your self-respect and self-worth. She goes on and says, sometimes it is too hard to cope with all the emotions I feel, but the problem has never been about sex or alcohol. It's underneath all of that. She just seems like one of those people that's had issues for a long time. So the fact that she's getting help with them is that's a good thing. Yeah, and I think she's acknowledging the choices that she's made in terms of the men that she's been with has yeah. not yeah. been great. A bad pattern. Yeah, yeah. So um, there you go. So that's what she's up to. Mel B. will keep you posted on her. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith oh. talking about her relationship. Shocker. And uh, she did two emotional social media posts over the weekend. She took to Instagram Saturday and shared a message uh, saying, I've been watching a lot of marriages dissolve around me. She posted this alongside a happy family photo with her husband, Will Smith. Oh, that was nice of her to rub it in other people's faces. We got an epidemic here going down about the Instagram photos that are not related to the topic that you're posting about. Yeah, that is an issue. Where you have like a whole stock of photos and then you just choose one of them to post with whatever message. I'm telling you that's an influencer behavior. Yes. And And I should clarify that by saying it's like a perceived influencer behavior because there are certain people I follow and they do this. Like they'll post a photo of themselves completely shirtless like at the beach and it's like a big long thing about emotional support yes. and relationships yes. and you're like what I know that about was, the photo that was ex- awkward when I connects- did that yeah <laughs> exactly what but- is going on there though that's an epidemic that is not what Instagram was intended to do no but see do. that's the thing I think is the problem mm-hmm. is people know that that's where the eyeballs are and so they're trying to fit the square peg in the round hole for sure and it's not it doesn't work and I want to tell people I want to like smack them and be like that doesn't that's not how no well it's really just Stop. It's the text is just the excuse for the picture. That's right. They're yeah. just essentially choosing a stock photo generic illustration mm-hmm. so that they can get to the text. Where Instagram is about the photo. Yeah. You should have the photo yeah. and the then photo the text leads. should support There's the a photo. reason that the text in Instagram is like it's just, you know, you, nobody reads run-on sentences in Instagram because right. people aren't there for the text. They're there for the photos, mm-hmm. you just said. She uh, then added a Pillow Talk video of herself reflecting on self-forgiveness, saying, Forgiveness, my power to forgive others came from forgiving myself by looking... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Into the shadows of my own heart. I mean... And then she went on. It is, it's an interesting I, that's thing. lovely. And I want to just honor her for unlocking forgiveness in herself. Yeah, the, tr- the problem is that Jada Pinkett Smith is in Kate Goslin territory. She's in... Um, She's in Gwyneth Paltrow territory, she, where it's she's just in like Tom Cruise territory. Yeah, whatever she says is for some reason has a. It's just it has a real odd way of you just can't take Fake. it. Le- it's Lena Dunham territory. I mean, so well, many people have fallen victim to this. Lena? Oh, I can't. Oh, she no. Yeah. Interesting. No, we have severe no, issues with Lena Dunham not. on our show. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've been there's a restraining order against yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call her Lena more. Lena Dunham. <laughs> no, is that what we call her? I don't know. 
That was pretty good. I don't good. know, but close. Dumb yeah. ham. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. We're not fans. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's talk about Angelina Jolie and the big story from People today, okay? That she is focused on healing her family. And she has split from her divorce attorney, Laura Wasser, that they have gone their separate ways. It's been so fascinating to see the sides in this split between Angelina and Brad Pitt and who feeds which publications, which stories. So this is obviously coming from Angelina's camp. A source is saying uh, that she has transitioned to new counsel. She's decided to change her counsel to another attorney um, as this attorney's expertise is the protection and best interest of the children. So um, a spokesperson for Angelina says Angelina appreciates Laura Wasser's cooperation in transitioning the case over the past several weeks. Angelina decided to put this woman named Samantha in charge of her case. She put her in the lead a month ago, and over the past month, the case has been fully transitioned to Samantha. Huh. I wonder what's behind that. Like, if if Laura, she wasn't listening to Laura, or Laura wasn't listening to her? Well, Laura Wasser, I think, is pretty aggressive, and I think um, it was definitely seen as a power move that Angelina teamed up with Laura Wasser to say, this is the way I'm going to go. But I think what's happened is that every time Angelina does something... It ends up turning back on her. She looks very right? aggressive. She's, she's ending up not looking good in the court of public opinion. And so she's trying to shift that situation. And so now she, it's trying to Gosh. go, well, this essentially, I think what Angelina is trying to do is separate herself from the aggressive legal moves that have been made by saying, essentially, Laura Wasser was the one responsible for right. that. And I'm shifting to a different council because I don't want it to be that way. We will see how long that lasts. Because I really do get the feeling she is driving that. And the way it comes out, certainly, yes. If Laura Wasser is is the ag- aggressive one, yeah. it will reflect on Angelina Jolie. But she is not going to be any less aggressive. It's really interesting. Ew. These two. It is bad news. Messy. Bears. Okay, let's talk about um, John Goodman, who talked about the cancellation of Roseanne. And did he give away... Something. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what he said in this interview. Now, if you don't want to know, I mean, this is it might be a bit of a spoiler, but it hasn't come out yet. You mean a spoiler so really about the new series? Oh, like about what, the new what series. happens to the to ABC Roseanne? has not revealed how the new show, The Connors, which will premiere in October, will approach the absence of Roseanne Barr. Um, but John Goodman said, it's an unknown. I guess he'll be mopey, talking about his character. I guess he'll be mopey and sad because his wife's dead. Oh! <gasps> I mean, that's not beyond the realm of possibility, right? I think we probably all thought death was probably a good, you know, probably a good option for Roseanne. Well, because they they probably don't really want to give her a way back or give people the false hope that she's ever going to return to the series. Because that's just not going to happen. Yeah, that's what I think, too. And death is pretty final. So... Unless well, you're in a soap opera. Also, death does not preclude people from coming back to their TV series, Dan Connor. Right. True that, actually. Good point. Good yeah, because wasn't he dead? Yeah. Yes. But then remember, they made it all like her her manuscript. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I never watched a single episode of the new one, and I well, never watched the old one we're either. We're here for you. Uh, cute pictures of Jimmy Kimmel and his little family out at Disneyland over the weekend, and I bring this up because, of course, his son was born with that um, heart problem, and he yes. had open heart surgery, and so it's just really sweet to see them out and about and doing so well and he was like so emotional when he was talking about his son yeah but they were at disneyland in california adventure 
And um, how old did you say the son is now? Mm, not quite a year, maybe. I think he's one now. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. So he's just a little guy out and about. And if you want to spot celebrities, I'm going to tell you the place to be. Obviously, here at the Minnesota State Fair, because celebrities are wandering among us. But also, John Stamos has where? to be somewhere. You guys, I'm uh, I'm hot on this. He's got to be he's, somewhere. If he doesn't show up today, I'm going to cry. You also watch coverage of the U.S. Open, because that's where the celebs are. They are out and about. They are watching tennis. They are... In New York. That is such I've, a celebrity thing to do. Let me tell you, to watch tennis. if you ever go to the U.S. Open, which I have been several years, it is so I have friends that are fun. going, and um, I'm going to make them keep an eye out for celebrities for us. I did see a funny Good story call. from Page Six. was like, celebrities love to sit together at the U.S. Open. And I was like, yeah, that's because they went together. Like, they're yeah. couples. Right. <laughs> couples. Wow. Also, so they're sitting together because they showed up together. I would also want to sit with a bunch of celebrities, too, because, like, <laughs> who else is going to understand how awesome your life is. Oprah and Gail were there. Listen, it's the place to go. I love it. Well, I think this is the place to be. Right here at the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you, Elizabeth Reed. Thanks, Elizabeth. We need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize, but only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer. We are live from the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you to our daily broadcast sponsor, Aquarius Home Services, for bringing you today's MyTalk State Fair broadcast. Uh, and if you are at the State Fair or on your way to the State Fair, if you want to know how to find us, we are on Underwood just south of Randall, and we would love to see you here with the rest of this beautiful audience. It's really easy to remember. On Underwood. Oh. Just south of Tony Randall. There you go. That easy. Most people don't want to think of Tony Randall's south, but... I Speak for yourself. There might be one or two in the crowd that are excited. Nope. Maybe not. Okay. All right. So, uh, with no further ado, we do have a caller on the line, no doubt, to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second Challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Um, who is on the phone, Sonny? Patty. Patty's on the line. And Bradley, what is Patty playing for today? Patty, Patty, Bo Batty, Bonana, Fana, Foe. Patty. Um, nope, we don't need to I'm do just, that part. I was going to stop myself. <laughs> don't worry. Patty, you're playing for a My Talk 1071 t shirt. You ready? Um, hope so. Okay, here we go. Colleen, if you would do me a big favor and move your cursor so that your name oh, isn't my, covering the I, answer. I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. No, Here we go. To me. Technology. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anna Wintour is the editor-in-chief of what fashion magazine? Vogue. Scary, Sporty, Ginger, Posh, and Baby are members of what band? Nice. The movie Clerks was the directorial debut of which director? Cass. What is the location of Bravo's first Real Housewives franchise? Uh, Orange County. Who is Donald Duck's girlfriend? Daisy Duck. The movie Clerks was the debut of which director? Um, Ben Affleck. Uh, nope. Oh, oh Patty. I am so sorry you did not get the last question correct. Therefore, you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. You can do it tomorrow. You can try again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230. Thank, Thank you for playing today. Thanks. So, the answer to that question is... Kevin Smith. Exactly. Who we were talking about on the news today. So, sometimes those questions are, uh, you know, 
It pays to listen, is what you're saying. Exactly. It pays to keep those know ears your and eyes pop open. Culture. Now that we are done with that fun game, we will solve mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in this segment called "Blinded by the Item." Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with two people and a project. So the two people being a foreign-born, former A-list tween teen actress. Oh, God, that's so many words. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you taking notes? A former A-list teen tween actress who we all know. Okay. We also have to think of an almost A-plus lister. And then we have to think of a movie. Oh, jeez. Okay. So two actors and a movie <sighs> are the subjects of this, this blind item. Yes, you can. We got that. I trust you. Okay. A big financial backer is sticking with a movie that is probably destined for failure after a huge casting change. The reason? He is hoping to sleep with this foreign-born, former A-list, tween teen actress who all of you know. She is probably B-plus list at this point and just replaced an almost A-plus lister who knew the script was garbage. Oh, God. Okay. I wanted to say Lindsay Lohan, but that would be too... There's no way we consider her B-plus list. Mm-mm. Also, we're, we gotta we gotta live in that foreign-born space. Oh. Yes. Uh, foreign-born, former tween... That who everybody knows. Everybody knows knows this person because she played a very famous role for a number of years. Just one role. On like a sitcom or on a... Uh, Okay, like on a drama? Like a Blake Lively situation? uh, Not a TV series. Oh, oh, oh. Not a TV. TV, Oh, a movie movie franchise? and cheesy. Okay. So she's a tween movie franchise. Mm. Okay, hold what please. What the heck does that even hold mean? Please. And she's foreign born. Hold please. Canadian? Uh. Is it like a it's is it like a Hunger Games or a Twilight type series situation? Is it um oh, you're missing a big one. I know. I know I am. Big film series. Huge film series based Twilight? on Twilight. Uh, Emma uh, Watson Stone. So the Emma. I Emma the Watson Emma's Stone. Emma Mary Watson. Potter. But you yeah. know what? I'm going to do this because you said the other person. I did I? Who was oh Emma Stone. yeah, the yes. Emmas. There was an Emma swap. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. And the project that I don't know. Little Women. Oh. Okay, so let's fill in the oh, blanks is this there. The, okay, no, anyway, go on. All right, I'll fill in the blank for you. So a big financial backer is sticking with a movie, Little Women, that's probably destined for failure after a huge casting change. The reason he, we don't know who the he is, is hoping to sleep with Emma Watson. She just replaced Emma Stone in this wow. movie project of Little Women. Makes me lose I had, faith I guess I hadn't heard anything about this series. It's just that a movie. Lo- wait, that lost I your mean, faith it's like in people? One of the things Little that makes women me crappy casting change no, after all that we've talked about this morning? No. No, okay. This is what makes me lose faith in people a little bit more than I already have and will continue to. Is the notion that a financial backer is invested in who is going to play a role because he wants to sleep with her. That's the thing that I'm just like, Taylor's old. Like, I know, Me too. but I just hate that. It's I want. I have. I want it to be pure. I want it to be about talent. You know, this reality check. I know it hurts. Okay, and it, it just it happens again and again and again. Okay, okay. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Thank you, Sonny. <laughs> Thank you for uh, putting me out of my misery.
Let's think about this next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. We have a former A-plus list, mostly movie actress, and her offspring, the subjects of the following blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This former A-plus list, mostly movie actress, from an early age to a much later age, basically has just given up on acting. The pills and the never-ending demands of her offspring to help them in their careers has driven her away from acting. Now, I will tell you that there are two names that have equally appeared in the comments section of CrazyDaysAndNights.net, so if you get one of the two, we'll give it to you. I'm going to say Demi Moore. Oh, that's who I was going to say. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that just feel like it has the ring of truth? Yeah. Right? Because we yeah, haven't seen her in the, anything. The part that kept me from saying it was the uh, the never-ending demands of her offspring. I guess I, I don't know what that would refer to. Well, I know that Rumor has tried to have a film career. And I want to say, um, what, Scout, it's Rumor Scout and what's the other one? Tallulah. Tallulah has, what, is trying to have a music career, right? Yeah. I remember Rumor Willis won Dancing with yes. the Stars at one point. And then she was on she was in Chicago on Broadway maybe or she toured with mm-hmm. that cast like I just feel like they've all they're all trying to get something jump started yeah and, and it's, it's not jumping not, yeah exactly Very let me high. fill in the blank for you Demi Moore uh, has basically just given up on acting the reason the pills and the never ending demands of her three daughters to help them in their careers has driven Demi away from acting now I will Ugh. say that the other name a plausible name in the comments section from crazydaysandnights.net is Melanie Griffith, sure, that makes sense because, of course, her daughter Dakota Johnson, um, and then who, who? I don't even is that? Does she have other children? Other offspring? Maybe. Okay, <laughs> maybe okay. I'm not sure. I can't. I just know that. that Dakota. You know, she's got a career going, and we don't see Melanie Griffith around. Mm-mm. So no, much so, anymore. Right. Moving on. Alrighty. Oh, you guys, I got a confirmed blind Ooh, item we for you from crazydaysandnights.net. That means that names have been officially published with these blind items identifying the subject. So let's we think like of these. Yes, two people. We have a former A list, mostly movie actress, and her husband. Okay. Two people in this blind item. Confirmed blind item, a former A list, mostly movie actress, and her husband. Here's your blind item. Don't believe the hype. This former A-list mostly movie actress who probably has dropped to A-minus because she doesn't act as much, loves social media. She just doesn't want the public or her actor husband that she has uh, to uh, know her secret accounts. She uses them to make sure that her husband is being relatively faithful. Okay, so we had that we did this one one time and we all guessed and I remember that we guessed that it was Julia Roberts. And it's not. No, it is not. Well, Julia Roberts recently joined publicly Instagram. Right. Um, So an an A-list, mostly movie actress who's dropped to an A-minus or B-plus because she doesn't act as much anymore. Um, So she basically tells the public and her actor husband that she doesn't like social media because she doesn't want them to know that she has secret accounts where she stalks her husband to make sure that he's behaving. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. Who needs to be controlled? Who has a husband with a wandering eye? Feel free, you know, to play the the you know State Fair audience game. State Fair audience, if you've got any names, feel free to shout them out. We'll listen. Um, this yeah. woman was in a movie this summer, and she was doing press for it. And I think that uh, we know that she doesn't like social media because she was doing an interview for a magazine saying that she doesn't like it. 
<laughs> A-list. Well, let's think of A-list mostly movie actresses. She started that were on in TV movies this weekend. She, not Jennifer Aniston because she's not married uh, anymore. No, but was she ever? Mm-hmm. That okay. That's a whole different issue. Mm-hmm. Um, started on TV. Um, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> what? Stop it! I just not going with stop it. I just throwing out now. Names. I will tell you that this hint. woman, her husband that we talk about in this blind item, she met while starring on TV, and they acted together on the same television show. Was it a sitcom or was it a? Yes. Okay. And was it popular in the nineties? Mad about you. Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, not. No, the show was popular in the late 90s, early 2000s. Was it a sitcom? Yes, yes. it was a sitcom. Uh, they were co-stars in the sitcom. And even in the sitcom, they were a couple in the sitcom. Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> uh, oh, what's your name? Um, Anyone? Oh, do you, oh, does anybody oh, have any ideas? Oh, um. Oh, Oh, Family Ties? Is that what you're thinking? No, okay. Wrong decade. But I but that was a good one. Um Come I, on. I, is it should I know this? Yes, you should. Say that again. I know. That's 70s. Oh, Mila Kunis and oh, Ashton Kutcher. and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. In the job. front row. You win nothing, but thank you. Thank that you. Was good. That was good. Oh, that good. was really good. Okay. Oh, All right. We so got fill there. in the blanks. Right, I'm going to need it. Do you yeah. see how hard this is? It's hard. Good job, you guys. All right. Fill in in the blank for you. Don't believe the hype. Mila Kunis. She uh, loves social media. She just doesn't want the public or her husband to know that she uses social media, especially since Mila uh, uses it her secret accounts to make sure that Ashton Kutcher is being mm. relatively faithful. I mean, remember the demise of Ashton Kutcher's marriage to Demi Moore yes. because he was sleeping with the lady in the hot tub in San Diego? Yes, I yes. actually do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, all right. Good. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're welcome. I'm feeling pretty not good today because I don't think we did so no, well. We didn't do you so well, did but fine. thank you all for your help. Uh, now, when we come back, there is a celebrity on the premises today at the Minnesota Not State Fair. Not these premises, the, the full, full State, State Fair. Fair premises. And uh, we are on a mission to try to get this person to come join us for a hot moment. We'll tell you who it is and what great lengths we've gone to after this on the um, Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Well, you may not even realize it, but there is a celebrity in our midst at the Minnesota State Fair on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Probably more than one, right? Probably. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment also live on Underwood, just south of Randall, uh, on the My Talk 1071 State Fair stage. Aquarius Home Services has brought you today's My Talk Fair broadcast. And, um, We've been talking about this now for just over a week that John Stamos is here at the Minnesota State Fair. He's going to be here tonight for the Beach Boys, right? Exactly. He is performing on a select few dates alongside the Beach Boys, which he's had a long relationship with the Beach Boys. And uh, he's featured on the song Kokomo. He has performed with them in the past. They did guest spots on Full House. So they've got like a long-standing relationship. So I, of course, asked you... Bradley, Holly, to work the magic you worked last year to get Barry Williams here to say hi to me to get John Stamos this year. And uh, did you guys uh, do anything with that? Well, we actually, you gave us a heads up pretty early. So we said, Mm -hmm. actually, you might want to try that yourself. 
Yeah. Did you I go did. to any lengths? I did. I went to some lengths. Okay. Um, so the first length I went to was to email appropriate channels at the state fair. Okay, and? Well, I got. I finally got an email back yesterday. Oh, good. What did they say? It. This is what it says. I got okay. 315 yesterday. All right. We have not gotten an email back from the publicist about interview availabilities. If we hear anything different, we will reach out. But at this time, it doesn't look good. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he's very busy. He doesn't come in and like, I'm just going to hang out at the state fair for a few hours. Why yeah, not? John Stamos because he's a celebrity. He's John Stamos. Celebrities I mean, for crying are just outside. like us. You, I you read come from us the magazine. shuttle up here. You don't, you know, you don't stop and lollygag. Yeah, yeah but I also, I also met the state fair every day. This is his one and only time. Yeah. He's got to eat his way through just like and you and I do. he's probably like flying in on a private jet. Like landing on a helio pad or like right behind the stage when the yeah. Beach Boys go on. You know what? They're we, probably going to drop him via parachute over to the grandstand well, so watching. he doesn't even have now, to walk. Through. I will be watching. So I know you tried to marshal the, the forces of social media. Have you had any? Well, listen. Um, success? I feel like I've had some engagement with the tweets that plea? I wrote. I mean, if you want John Stamos to, to show up at the MyTalk 1071 booth, you got to give him a reason. What's your reason? I. I think just being hanging out with us is reason enough, but he doesn't know that. But like, I you know just no. To I'm make saying a to him, happy. you've got to like you've got to get in the way of all the other people that are okay, trying well, to get his attention. Okay, well, first of all, here's what I wrote. Okay, and then I will tell you what I've learned since. All oh, right. Okay. I wrote to John Stamos. Did you say that you have like a serious via Twitter um, issue that needs his attention? Healing. Yeah. No, it says this. Hi, John Stamos. It would be amazing if you would quote have mercy. Get it? That's from Full House. Like where did you have send mercy this message? on the Twitter? Oh, on Twitter. And okay. come and visit the Colleen and Bradley show yeah. at the My Talk 107.1 booth at the State Fair tomorrow between noon and three. So I was very okay. specific about the times. Yeah. Um, please say you got it, dude. So I don't have to say. How rude. I thought that was creative. Oh, that's cute. Like, right. you did all full house <laughs> yeah, puns. Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, okay, that'll get no, his attention. No, I'm sure John Stamos Yay. will see that and be like, let me stop what I'm doing to go hang out with these okay. yahoos. I want you to mark my words right now. Okay. If I were an amazing, huge, unbelievable celebrity with a big heart like John <laughs> Stamos, I would see an opportunity to make somebody's day, and I would say... Yeah, but see, I feel That's like you need a, a you need a reason. Like you should have gotten a kid. Yeah, you need a gimmick. Cause you need three. Here's John. Yeah, but Stamos. you should have used one of your children. From oh, they're 20, busy. They're at school. Yeah, from well. twenty hours ago, you need a gimmick. John Stamos How bad hanging do you out want this? with I, Doug the Pug. You don't need a, have you a need Doug a, the Pug. I just see, have me. You gotta have a gimmick. Remember that whole shtick that we gimmick. did at uh, Project Down and Dirty the musical where we did. You gotta get a gimmick. I do. I remember that. Well, I just thought this was my gimmick. I thought, th- is this not enough? The gimmick is just saying, hey, I want to meet celebrities. That's I not a gimmick. So. Okay, well, we, listen, I have a deadline because, like, okay, we have well, how an about, hour, we have two hours how and about six I, minutes. How about I, again, come to the rescue and tell you that I've got a better lead than anything you've been able to muster up so far? Okay. I have his personal assistant's Instagram. You're lying to me. No. You're dead serious right yeah. now? You're lying to me. No, what? Why would I lie to you? No, I'm 
what what are you then what do, how do, what are we doing what, what happened what well, how do I'm we not get going to do anything what do you want me to say to him uh, get over here i have um again an illness i would like I to know. encourage you to have, have a plan how do I get yeah. john stamos over You're here scorpion from mortal Kombat. i'm I mean, not just going to use i'm not going to use these you know these um connections willy-nilly just hey stop by that ain't gonna work i Why need a better not? sales approach give me a gimmick what's my ask john come come here <laughs> I don't know. Can anybody help me? Can we? Oh my God. I don't know because now I'm flustered. I was not prepared for you have his personal assistant's Instagram. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to work. I I'm don't care. That, I'll like, do anything. Closer than you, anything you've been able to get so if far. If we see the whites of his eyes, I don't care what we are doing. It well, is getting canceled. Stay tuned. Right about now. Did you do? Okay. We'll, we'll work on this. All right. In the break. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. Quick question. How do you manage big crowds? Because I that hope you came, figured that out before you came here today. Uh, well, yeah. I had to figure it out in Not real you. time I on mean, Saturday. Yeah. We'll be back after this.